welcome to episode 106 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am back in school, Janelle Vecchio. That is accurate. That's why it's been a minute. That's what they call her at school, actually. They don't even call her Mrs. Vecchio. <laughs> they call her back at school, Janelle Vecchio. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back to, like, the regular humdrum of life. Yeah, I mean, that's when we really shine. Well, it's when we really are on a regular schedule, so we get stuff done. Is the thing. I can't even, like, begin to tell you how unproductive Phil and I are when we are at home together. It's crazy, because, like, I'll be at home by myself, and I'm writing things, and editing stuff, and doing laundry, and doing yard work, and you are at school teaching, and leading meetings, and... You know, writing mm-hmm. curriculum. so much in a day. And then we come home and we're like, oh, we should watch TV. Like, we've never thought of watching TV before. But that's our favorite. Oh. And then we're like, just one more. Just one more. I always let you just say one, one more. Because, like, last night, you said we're going to watch oh one gosh. episode. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to talk about the show we're, like, currently obsessing over. So, so yes. We're back. And uh, it'll be more regular, we promise. So, thank yeah. you for those of you that have stuck with us through our hiatus. And we have a lot to talk about on this show, so mm-hmm. we're gonna jump straight into it because we gotta catch you guys up on where we've been, talk about some good stuff, and uh, you know, try to keep it less than two hours. Babe, I gotta go to bed before two hours. Babe. Bab. 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 Uh, we could do that. Okay. We can do that. Actually, you just want to get done so we can watch another episode of TV. I well, know. if you take two hours, we're not. I'm just going to bed. Um, it takes two to conversate, babe. Bab. All right. I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Let's get to our first segment, which is the news. And now the news. Hi. So, um, I would like you to rate and review us on iTunes, which we did get some reviews. We're going to read. Um, please um, check us out on Stitcher, Google Play. Google. 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 Um, tune in anywhere you catch your pod. I always think of Dana Carvey when I say Google. Like, you know, his... his George Bush, George H.W., that not going to do it. Oh, yeah. Gonna Google. That's aging us. <laughs> Whatever. Dana Carvey is still active in the comedic scene. Um, okay. He what's just the did last like a Conan episode not long ago. Conan? Yeah. Conan, the talk show host. The late night talk show. It's not late night anymore. It's TBS. Like, TV doesn't exist on like a schedule anymore for like <laughs> most of the population. When did you... I mean, I realized... Well, isn't he doing Wayne's World again? I don't know. I thought they were doing a new Wayne's World. new Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted. That's what you're thinking. I got confused with my surfer. It's interesting, though, because Wayne's World is... They're not surfers, and they're actually from Illinois. Rural Illinois. Yeah, they talk like surfers. But they they have the, like, dude talk, but Bill and Ted's is the... and, And Bill and Ted was first. Um, but not to that. I mean, they they did their two separate things. I'm not saying 
that it's a ripoff or anything like that. But Bill and Ted's came out in 89, and then Wayne's World was 91. Although they were doing Wayne's World on SNL before the movie. Yes. So, you know. But it was the it was the scene. It was the way people talked at the time in the you know late eighties. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm excited because I love Bill and Ted. They got me my job at Disneyland. Yes, they did. So you know, and maybe now that the new movie's coming out, I'll be allowed to own DVDs of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Oh, stop! Nobody's because, never allowed you. Like, are we really going to talk about this again? We we we've never talked about this on the show, have we? How you made me get rid of all my VHS tapes? I'm sure in 106 episodes we have. And then I kept a copious list of all the things I had to get rid of, and was allowed to repurchase some things on DVD, but some things we've never replaced. I would first like to say it was Phil's idea to make a list and get rid of VHS. No, it was my idea to make a list. It was your idea that had to go. And I think it was like I saw that our friends, the Cockles, had such an organized living space. And they didn't have like wall-to-wall piles of stuff. And VHS tapes take up a lot of room. More than a DVD. No, it's true. And... As we've talked about on the show, we watch DVDs less than we used to. We still use it. I still use oh, the them. the kids. The kids use the them. Most they use them more than there, we do. There is nothing they won't do to watch a DVD in their room on their little mini DVD player. They've got a little portable DVD player. They set it up on their bed, and then they like watch it. They, they call it show in bed. Show in bed. And they used to watch them separately, but now they like... Now Luke's got, like, his bunk bed. They, like, set up a whole, like, viewing station. Oh, my gosh. It's so adorable. And it's funny because, like, like, let's say we're all going to watch a movie together, right? And we watch a movie, and then it's over, and they're like, can we still watch Show and Ben? And we're like, we just watched a movie. But to them, if we're all in a living room watching it, that's not Show and Ben. That's not Show and Bed. They want Show and Bed. And Show and Bed will be chosen over just about anything. If we say we're going to go you know, to Disneyland <laughs> or you can watch a show in well, bed. Well, we're going to go get ice cream or oh, we could play a video game or you can do show in bed. We got to get to bed soon so you can do show in bed. Always choose show in show bed. In now, bed. they know they're not allowed to do show in bed on a school night. But they are allowed to purchase with their mommy daddy dollars a show in bed on a school night. That's true. They can pay and extra And they for do. It. And it's not just the minor. It's like 50 to yeah, that's a big deal because they got to get some sleep, you know. Yeah. Can't just have them staying up all night watching TV. <laughs> but summertime and weekends, you yeah. know, Friday, Saturday night, they love show in bed. So that's our show in bed segment. Yeah. Are you going to tell them about email and Instagram and Twitter and yeah. Facebook and all that? This is an important part of the news here. Uh, yeah, especially email. If you guys would like to write us, mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Or on Facebook, you can message us. Or Instagram, you can message us. Message, not message. A messenger brings a message. Can you message someone? No. I don't know. Well, message someone would be to send them a message. But if you send them a messenger, you're messaging them. No. Stop making up words. That's my thing. What? I can't dabble in the... No. Language creation. It don't work. All right. Anyway, email us mandarinorangeshow@gmail.com so we can read your awesome messages on the show. Instagram mandarinorangeshow, Twitter at mandarinorange. Although we don't really do anything with that much, 
But Facebook group, we always post we fun stuff in there. We would if people tweeted at us. Though. Maybe they've been tweeting like a ton. We don't know. I check it occasionally. <laughs> I have a teaching Twitter at Mrs. Vecchio7 if you want to see what I'm up to in my classroom. Just this week on the Facebook... No, I guess I posted on Instagram. I posted on my personal Facebook. Um, I posted a picture of the weirdest grapes we got. They're selling them at Costco right now. Oh my gosh. They are, uh, the kids call them sausage grapes. Because they're like long. They're they look shaped like Vienna sausage. Or baby carrots. Or I said like an overcooked uh, like cocktail weenie. You know? Because mm. like they're really long skinny grapes. But they're so like crisp and like sour sweet. They're really good. They really are. So if you have a Costco or Sam's Club membership, look for sausage Go grapes. get sausage grapes. That's tonight is show in bed and sausage grapes. That's the title of the show already. No matter <laughs> what we talk about from here on out, that's the title of our show. All right. Um, so join our Facebook page and group and blah, blah, blah. Now on to some other news. I relaunched Kids with Gas Eat Free to much fanfare this week. Or actually a couple weeks so ago. So exciting. Kids with Gas Eat Free. Such a good comic. It's my single panel webcomic that I made. And I worked on it for a number of years. Did a few hundred strips. And then kind of let it go by the wayside because time and children and work and all that kind of stuff. One but. of my memories, my labor memories, was when I was in labor <laughs> with Luke. It ended up being, like, just pre-labor. But what I was having, like, contractions and feels like, i got to finish these kids with gas. Eat freeze. And I'm like, yeah. uh. Well, it wasn't just that. I was doing Brax the Alien Rocker at the same time, too. I was doing yeah, two web comics. Yeah, but you were trying comics. to get a buffer. Right, so that I could so have them posted yeah. while we were, you know. I think you did it, too. Oh, I did. I was very, very, very regular on posting those. And then I just, you know, I stopped. It was a cold stop, you know. So we'll see. I'm not guaranteeing that it's going to be as regular now, but I'm just doing the one, just doing Kids with Gas. I'm actually putting together a collection of book to, uh, you know, release as well with some of the best strips that translate to book form. So it's kind of fun. Very exciting. Just want to mention that. Um, and then also um, I wanted to bring up a story, a quick story that we forgot about to tell, like, on our last story, on our last show, when we went to Comic-Con. Okay. We, um, booked a hotel. We talked about, you know, we stayed in this great place that was near Mm Comic-Con, but, uh, you know, it was like a little bit of a drive, and it was at this, uh, golf course. Mm Mm-hmm. So we drove out there, but before we did that, we drove out at night. You put the address into, or you put the name of the, the place. The name of the hotel. Into Google Maps, and we drove out, and it was like way out, farther than we thought. It was like 40 minutes away from the convention center, and it was at this casino, and there's a it big, fancy really fancy, really nice looking casino uh, hotel type, you know, thing, like on an Indian reservation. And it wasn't like, since I picked you up at Comic-Con... And I'm the one who has to go check in because it's in my name. I was like, well, we're just going to park and walk in because... It was late. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, valet at the front there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, just go park. So we parked in the... There's a parking garage, like, across 
the little drive, and then you have to go. We got all of our stuff. Downstairs. Then go down several flights, well, through an elevator, and then walk around, and there's a big, long path to cross, and you go up the front of the big grand entrance of the hotel, and then you have to kind of, like, skirt around the edge of the casino to get to the hotel entrance. We go all the way down there. Everyone's and like... And let me just stop for a sec. Uh, Phil packs... Like he's the queen of Sheba. What? When he goes to Comic Con, I'm talking multiple outfits a day. Because it's sweaty and gross. And he needs like several more pairs of socks in the amount of days and underwear. So we're talking, we had several suitcases. This is the thing with Comic Con it's so crowded and it's hot. And I come out at the end of the day, like, smelling like B.O., but it's not my B.O. It's from the other people that have rubbed on me. And I want to change everything from top to bottom when I get back to the hotel room. Because I don't want to, you know, I take a shower and completely change. Well, and then when so we I got two there, you're like, and we're staying in a casino hotel. I should have brought more. Yeah, because like, now I'm going to smell like cigarettes. So we get all the way down there to the lobby at the front and then set up the kids on these little couches there, set all the luggage down. We also had, like, bags of groceries because, you know, we had, like, a fridge. And <laughs> so we that? were, you know, food to eat and stuff. We go up to the desk and they don't have a reservation. And we're like, oh, my gosh. And so you had to, like, look through your phone. You finally, like, found the thing. You brought it up and I showed her. It's right here. And she's like, oh, that's why. You're at the wrong hotel. <laughs> And there's another hotel that's in the same Down area. Down the way. It was like seven minutes drive, though. It wasn't like right next door. Right. But it was in the same region, so it had the same name. And, you know, it just was a mix-up. And so we had to load all of our stuff up. The kids are, like, practically in tears at this point. I want to walk all the way back. Well, I mean, we're going to just send you to get the car, but... Again, the whole valet thing. Come with the valet. We already had people approach us, like, and ask if they could help us, and we're like, we're not staying here. Yeah, I'm not tipping someone to help me back to my car for us not going to the right hotel. So we had to lug everything all the way back up there, and then drive seven minutes closer to the convention center, which was nice. But it ended up being really nice hotel. Oh, it was great. And And we talked about that last time. We did. And it was way better because we were able to park outside and you just like one yeah. little flight of stairs. Yeah. And, you know, you're really close to it. So it was. But that <sighs> was an adventure. I just couldn't believe we forgot to tell people we went to the wrong hotel. That's all. <laughs> so we're back to school. The kids are in fifth grade and third grade, which is crazy. They are. And they're reading at a high school level, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Not to brag, but I am. Yeah, they tested very well. <laughs> we don't need to go into details, but, you know. Just basically bring books to the hospital. And read to them every single and day. And read to them every of second. their whole entire life. And if, like, they're like, gaga, goo, goo, read yep. to them. We read every single day. And our kids never said gaga, goo, goo, because we didn't say that to them. <laughs> anyway, um, that's making us sound very, like, full of ourselves. But I think it's fine to be really proud of our kids, because they're wonderful. We are so proud of them. And of all the accomplishments that we've made in our lives, all the CDs I've released and comics I've written and <laughs> all the things I'm proud of, things that, you know, screenplays I've written that have never, nothing has ever made me as proud as our kids are. Yeah. So, I mean, not even remotely, like not even the same region. No, I agree. So. They're the best around. 
na 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 You're back to school. Um, I am back to school. I've, I've had day nine. Day nine today. Yeah? Who's counting? I am, because it's a part of math calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I have a really exciting story. Okay. So, I um, wrote some grants on to- donorschoose.org <laughs> because it's time that time of year. Got to get my whale watching field trip funded and a couple other things. And I noticed going around on social media was the hashtag clear the list program. And what it is is teachers can post what they want on like Amazon, on an Amazon wish list. And like school supplies. Yeah, school supplies. Not just anything. Oh, yeah. You can't like get your own thing. But strangers have been coming on and like funding like celebrities and stuff will just buy everything on their Amazon wish list and get it sent to their classroom. So I saw on this one Bachelor contestant story, Ashley Spivey. She was on Brad Womack's season, his second season. Because if you're a Bachelor fan, you remember the first season he didn't pick anyone. And they let well, him do it again? They let him come back and then he picked Emily Maynard. But um, Ashley Spivey was one of the contestants on this season. It's been years. It's been like 10 years, I think. So she's like married now and Not to does him. other things. No, she married like a normal person. But They call she... them normies in the biz. <laughs> but she was posting on her story that she was helping teachers and that she was like kind of using her bachelor cred to get like other bachelor celebrities to fund these projects and cleared the list she said she'd reached her max but i just wanted to tell her about donors choose you know in case she didn't know and i said you know tomorrow i mean it isn't really tomorrow but back then it was (laughs) we understand the concept of telling a story that happened previously back then tomorrow donors choose the uh bill Gates Foundation. I believe it's Bill and Melinda Gates. Melinda, I couldn't remember her name. I was going to say Kathy. Give the wife some credit. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was matching all donations on Donors Choose like last Tuesday. That was the only day. So I kind of like just told her about it and I said, I know we'd really appreciate it if you just, you know, not necessarily my project, but. But that spread the word word about the matching. And the matching. She, like, messaged me back right away. She put me on her Instagram story with a swipe-up link. You got a swipe-up link? People with only lots of followers get swipe-up links, people. She put me on her swipe-up link, and it got, like... I'm, like, at school. Ding, 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 ding. Getting emails. Uh, Somebody gave an Ashley Spivey's name. Somebody else gave an Ashley Spivey's name. They funded one of my projects for, like, science journals and a science curriculum. Ding, ding, ding. Now the whale-watching one's coming up. I got, like, $500 by the end of the school day towards, like, $1,400. And, um... I messaged her and thanked her, and I said, thank you for getting one of my projects funded, and I know my other one will reach. And she messaged me back and said, oh, no, we're going to fund your project today. And I kid you not, her and her husband gave the final, the final donation and funded it. 
So, so you're telling me a Bachelor contestant funded and was responsible for funding your projects. I am. And who would have thought my obsession with The Bachelor would help a hundred children go whale watching and help them learn about science? <laughs> you guys realize I'm never going to hear the end of this now. Whenever I have something oh my negative to say about The Bachelor, she'll say, like, no. So I put... I put her, um, anyway, she told me, I, like, was, like, in tears and told her, like, thank you so much for, like, doing this. And she's all, make sure you send me pictures. I'm like, that's the least I could do. I guess I can understand the equivalent. Like, if my reality TV heroes, like, did something, like, let's say, for instance, Quarters. Judge Marilyn Million <laughs> mm-hmm. and Judge Judy, like, yep. Posted about Pop Vox music and told everyone to buy our new albums. Yeah. And then they purchased a bunch of copies for themselves. Like, I would be in tears, too. Yeah, well... And they wrote to me, and then they said, stop this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something. I'd, I'd have to get some lecture I was some thinking sort. Matt Paxton, Dorothy Brenninger, and Dr. Robin Zazio from Hoarders. Yeah, but you have to understand, like, I love Hoarders, and that's a show we love watching together. But if you made me choose, like, I would pick... Judge Marilyn Min- I mean, it's the people's Min- court. What's it's it Judge mean? Judy. Judge Marilyn Million, the hottest judge on television. <laughs> the cases are real, the people are real. That's the saying. Phil's not saying that. She, that's the tagline. I think they get that. <laughs> <laughs> they know. The people have decided to, to give up their cases and present them here in our court, the people's court. Something like that. And Judge Judy... I mean, Judge, you're entering the court of Judge Judith Scheinland. She needs to be president. Um, we just really um, are just so excited about my Bachelor fandom now. Like, Phil's beside himself. He said, I can watch it anytime I want and talk about it whenever I want. Uh, like I said, never going to hear the end of it. So great. But that is the end of it, because if you want to be done in less than two hours, we got to move along. No more batch chat. All right. So we're going to go to a very exciting section that we call listener mail. You got mail. All right. Here's the deal. We've said this before. We In the listener mail segment, we will read mail that you guys email us at mandarinorchardgmail.com. We will also read, you know, if you guys send a good message in Facebook or Instagram, whatever, you know, something that's not private to us, but, you know, Mm -hmm. something that you want to be read on the show. Uh, You know, any of those places like that. So the other thing we've said we would read is if we got, um, you know, reviews, positive or negative, on various platforms. And we got a couple of new iTunes reviews in recent months. It's actually been over the last couple of months. So. Oh, no. I hope they're not negative. No, they're five stars. Yay! Um, so, it's not... We don't have a ton. I'm going to just... I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> we wouldn't mind getting more. But we got 12 five-star reviews and no... Like, nothing below that. So, I'm happy with that. Yay! In today's oversaturated world of podcasts Podcasting. and other entertainment and mm-hmm. content creation... I'm really stoked that we have 12 reviews. So, that being said, let's read them. Not all of them, just the most recent ones, the ones that we haven't read yet. All right, this is by Ben Hunt78. And Ben Hunt says. Well, you have to read the title of the, the subject of it. 
You will have Sinmo. If you guys have listened to the show, you remember recently we made up the totally on the spot made up Sinmo. And what does it stand for? He says right here. Confidence in not missing out. On cool stuff. On cool stuff. Sinmo. So um, vacation stories and tips and other cool life stuff. Live vicariously and be inspired by Phil and Janelle. Five stars. You have to understand, like, how happy it makes me feel to be quoted in something. Oh, my gosh. Even it remotely. It like, greatest dream. It is. And the best part is, because I really did just make it up as we're talking, as mm-hmm. we do most things, when I saw that, I'm like, what is Sinmo? Why does it say that? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I yes. said that. That you was said me. That. I made myself laugh. <laughs> so that was awesome. Thank you, Ben Hunt 78 all right. Um, also, we um, have another review that you're going to read. Okay, this one is titled Fun Podcast. Five, Five stars. stars. By Michelle Loves Books. I love books, too. Oh, my gosh. You really do. I love the banter back and forth between Phil and Janelle. It is great hearing all about their travels and everyday life stuff. The Bill episode was funny. Yeah. You have no idea how happy that makes me because I thought that was like the funniest thing we've ever done, and I was just laughing so hard as I was editing it. I was like, unsure. I know that's but I why had I loved to get it. The bills done, I know. So. I was just so I was so pleased with that. So that makes me happy that someone thought that was funny. I think this particular sentence is the best, though. I believe in kindred spirits, and Phil and Janelle fit right into that category. Yay! You're my kindred spirit. Now, for those not in the know. That's a reference that to is a hardcore reference. Anna Green Gables for sure. To Anna of We've got a Lucy Mod fan here, and um, I did a little click because you can click through and see people's things, like what other shows they listen mm-hmm. to or have reviewed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michelle Loves Books is also a fan of uh, Call Me Cordelia. Call me Cordelia, which is our dear long distance friends. Um, our our podcast kindred spirits on the other side of the country exactly the champas in maine and um, we love them and their shows and stuff so definitely like to give shout outs to them we also want to give a shout out to ben hunt's podcast that's right how could i forget yes the alan smithy film review um you can find them on uh on Facebook. facebook i'm sure they actually have like a website but isn't that weird? This is kind of a weird thing. I mean, this is a little tangent, I, I know, but um, I barely go to websites anymore. Mm-mm. Like, nobody does. It's all about the social media now. I just took an online class about it. You don't really need a blog anymore or a website. You just got to build your brand on social media. I mean, it's weird, and I'm not saying that there's no cause for going to websites and stuff, but it's crazy how much stuff you get from social media. If you listen to podcasts or whatever, you you go to, like, the podcast distribution center. You don't go to the website of the podcast hardly. Exactly. I would venture to say, I bet you most people that listen to our show have never been to our website. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's fine. Like, it's not, it's just the weird time we live in now. Really, Phil? You didn't push your phone on vibrate? Didn't expect to get a spam call at 8.50 at night. (laughs) Anyway, 
I just think that's an interesting sidetrack. So, that being said, Alan Smithy Film Review, you can find them on Facebook for sure, and probably a website. So, yeah, that is our reader mail, listener mail. And there is a very funny video. I mean, it's not funny. It's cool. There is a very cool video in the Mandarin Orange Show group, the group that you should join. And um, Ben gives a um, shout out to us from a state and national park we have never been to. So check that out. I think you might have actually posted it on our page. Not in the group? Or was it in the group? I thought it was in the group. Well, either way, you can find it. Find it, peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I think that is it. Thank you guys for reviewing. If more of you want to do that, make sure you do so. Or write us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Okay. We've got a big task ahead of us here and a very short amount of time to do it. It's time for Vacation Pants. Put on your vacation pants. It's really funny because Phil labeled this section in our show notes. Summer. Spelled S-U-M-M-A-H. Summer. Have a summer. Summer plus Seattle. Where did we leave off? So, we didn't talk... We did not cover our summer vacation. All we talked about was Comic-Con in the last one. Oh, my gosh. So, there's no, like, leave off. So, what we're going to do, because we have some fun stories to tell throughout our trip, we're just going to go through it chronologically, tell you some highlights, and we're going to take you on a travelogue through our incredible summer vacation in less than two hours <laughs> you, you really stuck on this two hour thing i just it's hard to imagine talking about basically like what amounts to almost a month and a half of travel um in less than that we'll be fine but we're gonna do it all right it all started on a june day we woke up around 6 a.m <laughs> the kids had cereal <laughs> We were still fooling ourselves that we were going to stay low-carb throughout the summer. (laughs) So I think we probably had, like, a little thing of cheese. (sighs) We said we were going to be good. We said we were going to, like, not be on our low-carb diet, but we wouldn't go overboard. And then fast forward to our first stop eating, like, mac and cheese pizza. (laughs) No, that, to be fair, was the last day. That was not our first stop. And here's the thing, though. Although, yes, it wasn't perfect, for a similar amount of travel time when we went to Europe, I gained, like, way less weight. That's true. Um, Okay, so fast forward to the airport where Phil brings Shake Shack while we waited for our gate. (laughs) Okay, so for real, we're not going to go through every second. Do you have a story about Shake Shack? No, I just was bringing up how good we were. We were at oh, the airport. Oh, then by the time we got to the airport, we're already, yeah. <laughs> I said, go get us some Shake Shack. We didn't get Crinkle shakes, though. We just got the, like, cheese sauce french fries. We shared it all, though. <laughs> anyway, like, obviously, it's hard to do on a vacation. It's one of the reasons that if somehow, like, you ever got your, you know, your travel name big enough that you could full-time just travel blog, mm-hmm. we would have to, like, eat normal 
Like oh, we yeah. we couldn't because that's the thing. Like I don't we don't eat that way at home even. No. But when you're traveling, you're like, oh, we gotta have this food. Who knows when we'll we get to try it again? We'll never get to try it again. And of course, like travel food is never like, oh, here's a salad that I hear this region is totally known for that's very healthy or right. whatever. You know. We already talked about the flights and the movies we watched, though. We did. So yes, that's true. So cut to. Kansas City, Missouri. So we flew into Kansas City. Now, for those that don't know, the reason that we pick the way that we travel a lot of the time is we will look, you know, we know what, when we're going to have off, uh, Janelle being a teacher, a big chunk in the summer, and we look for the cheapest place to fly or to travel to, and we build a trip out of that. So in this case, you found really cheap, what was it, $100 round trip? Yeah, so get this. $100 round trip to Kansas City, Missouri on a full-service airline, Delta. They're so we the got best. free bags of check. I signed up for their um, Miles credit card. First time I've played the Miles game. They gave me a $300 credit. So actually, all four of us flew for $100. Flew for $100. And I do have like 60,000 Delta miles. So we've basically got other free flights coming. We just haven't decided what we're going to use them on. I'm trying to get, like, the low... I'm trying to, like, play the points. Like, right. So you get the I best. I want to get value. the most. And you paid off the credit card. Yeah. So, so. I just kind of, like, use the credit card to build my miles up and then pay it off each month. Do you have to be careful? Like, it's easy it's, to... You can't be, like... easy to lose a credit card credit. game. Yeah. Exactly. But Because it is a high interest thing if you don't pay it off every month but yeah. so far so good and believe me we've been there in our in our lives oh, yeah we are not amazing with credit cards but we're doing okay we're doing much but i mean like compared to when we first got married i think we've somehow gotten smarter yeah I don't know. We still like to spend money. And it's funny. because My we're credit's like, a lot better, though. <laughs> we only like to spend money on certain things. It's like, true. It's not like we spend money on furniture or jewelry or fancy things. <laughs> I was trying to explain to the kids because there's a little hole forming on the arm of one of our recliners. Mm-hmm. And they keep poking their finger. I'm like, you guys, like this chair has to last a lot longer. We've only had it for like twenty years. You cannot start <laughs> poking a hole like in it, it now. Get me down from somebody else. No, Grandma and Grandpa bought it secondhand for us when we first got married, and that was like almost seventeen years ago. Mm-hmm. So who knows how old it was when we got it? I don't know. And I don't plan on getting it re- reupholstered anytime soon. So we got to make it last. Yeah. So we do okay. So that's how we afford to go um, fly somewhere. Cool trip. So basically, we spent a hundred dollars for all of us round trip. And we flew into Kansas City, and then what we, the plan that we made, as we kind of told you guys before, is we were going to follow along. We have these Cedar Fair passes for our, our Knott's Berry Farm locally, but it's also good at any Cedar Fair park around the country. We also bought the meal plan, which includes two free meals. Per person, per day, day. Plus unlimited drink, paper cup refills. At all the parks. At all the parks. So what we did is we plotted a little like route that took us to a grand total of six... Cedar Fair Parks, and on that loop, we also went up and around through the Great Lakes and saw all five Great Lakes. Meanwhile, so that was sort of like the skeleton of the trip. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that's not the only thing we did on the trip, but that kind of formed the structure. And then, you know, in between each stop, we found the things we wanted to visit and the stuff we wanted to do along the way. But the great part is that 
this trip wound up being so cheap because a we got the cheap flights b a lot of our entertainment was going into amusement parks which was you know free already paid for all the food was already paid for because we had the meal plan and that thing paid itself off like way long ago and audrey had a national park pass so we got in national parks for free, free to national parks and all the free drinks at the at the place so our food budget for this trip was like a fraction of what it normally is and there's enough variety of food that even even though it's a lot of it is amusement park food there's plenty of opportunities to eat reasonably <laughs> there's also plenty of opportunities to not and we did that we as well didn't. but i'm we saying like it's reasonably. not we weren't just eating like deep fried cheese the whole time you know like they have real food we ate just some melted cheese on meat sometimes. Sometimes because it's good, but not because that's the only option. That's my point. I'm saying if someone wanted to recreate this trip and do or a similar type of thing, like it's something that you can do and it's not going to be, you know, you're not just eating deep fried food the whole time if you don't want to. All right. So our first major adventure um, happened at Worlds of Fun. In Kansas City, Missouri. First of our Cedar Fair Parks. Um, they have been getting a lot of rain lately. It was a very wet, following the wet news. year. So we're in line for this roller coaster. This is like first full day of being yeah, there. Yeah, first full day. And they go, we're like right about to get on. And they like close it. The teenagers close the ride. Yeah, we were like getting the on the next car. We're like, What? There's not, like, a drop in the sky. Well, yeah, they said it was for rain. They said there's inclement weather, you know, pending weather here. And we're like... Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? It's, like, sunny in the sky. So, we walk down the stairs, and the the clouds open, and it starts pouring. Like, it went from sunny, clear... Thundering, pouring... Well, it started, like... I've said this before when we travel elsewhere, but... You see in the movies when they're walking along and all of a sudden it goes, and then it starts pouring on them. And being from California, I always thought that was the fakest, like, couldn't they make it more realistic in the movies? That doesn't happen. They were actually basing it, it on the Midwest. What, that's what happens. It's totally real. So we, like, went and found shelter, like, by a bathroom. But, like, not in the bathroom, but we're standing and they're on It's like a little covered area. But it's, like, pouring and, like, lightning and thunder. And we see the water, like, start to rise. Like, I've never seen rain like this. This is not just, like... This doesn't happen in California. You can see it on my Instagram story. I put it on there. So we're... My vacation pants. I mean, like, our shoes are soaked at this point. The water is, like, covering our shoes. And when there's, like, a couple other people gathered with us in there, and all of a sudden, like, these employees come running down, and they're like, follow, follow us, us to, to higher, higher ground. ground. And to every, higher ground. And everyone starts running, because we're, like, at the bottom part of the park, and everyone starts running to follow them. We're going through, you know, four inches of rain, at least, on the ground. And we go up, there's waterfalls are coming down the stairs as we're trying to climb them. And we eventually get up to the upper part of the park, and they have opened up one of their old theaters that's got, like, an underground area. You know, like, you go inside. And it, it was March storm shelter mark storm shelter and the, the whole park has basically been taken into this storm shelter for this i mean there was i don't know if they said tornado at this part this one warning but just no it was flood extreme was flooding flood. right because this is right by the mississippi no missouri river missouri river mississippi this is by the missouri river we're in missouri yeah well but it, the mississippi's on the other side of it Mississippi River, because we also went to Mississippi River when we went to St. Louis. Yeah. So that's why I had to clarify. Anyway, 
it was they told us that this is what they call a phase three. A phase one is when it rains and they, you know start to close some outside. Phase two is when they you know shut down more rides, and phase three is when they evacuate or put everyone into a shelter. Phase four is like full evacuation. And they're like, don't worry, it's probably not going to be a phase four. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. And, like, we weren't totally panicking because the employees weren't, but all the guests were. Everybody was screaming, like... It was a little freaky. Chaotic. But, so we were probably in there, like, an hour or It was so. 45 minutes. And then they go, okay, it's all clear. And we walk out, and... It's not raining anymore, and in a little bit, they had to, like, test the rides and stuff, and they just, like, opened again. Well, not just that. It got to be so sunny, and one of the things that we did, because all these, most of the Cedar Fair parks also have water parks. Actually, all of the ones we went to did, and so we had had the kids wear bathing suits, because we were going to do, like, half in the amusement park and half at the water park, so we had just been in this, like, torrential downpour, and then they're like, can we go to the water park? And we're like, okay. So we walk over to the water park part, and it's all open. We're it's the, a sunny, beautiful day now. And we're the only ones there. Only ones there. The kids walked on anything they wanted to go. They had the whole play pool area to themselves with all the, like, climbing toys and stuff. Like, everywhere was just empty. The wave pool, everything. Because we went back to the same water park at the end of our trip, and it was much busier. Yeah. So it did have to do with that storm, but it was great. It was great. It was a perfect storm. Huh. Um, yeah, so I liked Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun and Oceans Audrey, of Fun. Audrey started to get braver. She did her first wooden roller coaster. Yeah, she did. Um, and she still didn't like the ones with the big drops, but she's starting to get a little more a little braver. braver. So then we move from there, and again, not everywhere that we go is an amusement park, so we drive across Missouri, we go through St. Louis... And we're like, oh, let's look at the arch while we're going through. Just look at it. We didn't realize, but just July of last year, so like by, when we were there, it was just under a year. This place. Uh, well, the, actually, friend of the show Ben Hunt had messaged me and told and told me you about this, right? That it was recently made a national. It's a national park now. It used to be a national monument, I believe. And um, now it's a national park. So Audrey's, it didn't get us in free, but it got us like a discount on going up to the top. discount, yeah. So we're like, let's do it. Like, let's go up. And we didn't even know we were going to do that at the beginning of the trip. No, at first we like got stuck in traffic and got stuck on an off-ramp. And we're like, eh. Should we just go? And then we're like, no, let's stop and look at it. And it was amazing. We went up to the top. we did. And if you've never done it, like... It's really a feat of engineering, and the thing, the carts that you go up in there, it's a mix. They say it's a mix between an elevator, an escalator, and a Ferris wheel. Mm -hmm. So you go up and follow the curve of it, and it's these swinging little cars that kind of like feel like a Ferris wheel. Mm -hmm. It's not as big of a swing as a Ferris wheel, but you are crammed in a very tight space. So if you're claustrophobic, it's not a thing for you, but it was amazing. And they like tilt, straighten, tilt, straighten. Till straighten. Yeah. It's And then there's little freaky. windows at the top and you can just look all the way down and it's what, six hundred and thirty feet, I think, something like that. I don't remember. That's pretty great. So we did that and that was just along our way to the next stop. And the next place we drove out of uh, Missouri into Illinois and we stayed um in Illinois. Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. Um and the reason we stopped there is there's some really great state parks in there. 
the Shawnee National or State Forest, State Park, State Forest. And there's a couple others in there. There was a giant, what was the giant Sleep, one called? No, Sleeping Giants in Connecticut. Yeah, it wasn't that. Something giant. Stone giant? Giant City? Giant City. Yeah. Because it looked like a city of giants. Anyway, a number of state and, uh, you know, regional parks and stuff in this area. And so we thought that'd be a cool place. And, man, there was so much cool stuff. Beautiful waterfalls. Um, we, we went to the land, what was it? The land bridge, the natural bridge, they mm-hmm. called it. It was, I mean, I can't believe this isn't like a famous national park. We were the only ones there. We were the, we were the only people there. Only people in the parking lot. We went on this trail and hiked out. And it was one of the most stunning natural formations we've ever seen. Definitely one of the coolest pictures I've ever taken for your My Vacation Pants. It's on My Vacation Pants Instagram if you want to check it out. Because we've got a picture of Janelle. on the land bridge and the kids below. And the trail goes right over the top of the bridge. It's not like we were being like daring and no. going out somewhere we weren't supposed to. The trail goes right across the top of it. It was seriously stunning. Just beautiful, green, mountainy. I don't think of, uh, you know, before this trip, I never thought of Illinois as green and mountains and yeah. and gorgeous, you know, natural rock formations and stuff. Because I've only been in, you know, the northern part for the most part. And central, I guess. Um. We also went to this place called um, Giant City State Park. Yeah. And um, I guess it was like a hideout for soldiers in the Civil War. And so etched into the walls of these like giant natural steep wall formations are the names of Civil War soldiers. And then, of course, a lot more modern people have written over it. But it has like the years and you could just see history like... But it looked like crazy. these formations look like that of Indiana Jones, like mm-hmm. some city lost in the jungles of Cambodia or something. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. I have a picture of Audrey on my Vacation Pants Instagram, and she we look like we're in, like, Indonesia or yeah. some tropical, and we're in southern Illinois. It's crazy. I was very, very impressed. Like, this whole area, and we only got to touch, like... A small area of it. I mean, we hiked around, did like three or four different hikes to yeah. some waterfalls and various places, and it was just, it was amazing. So, um, also driving through Illinois, I think this might have been on the way to the hotel. I can't remember what order it was, but we drove through a town and we saw the signs coming up called Metropolis. Mm. And I was like, that's funny. This must be like the place where Superman grew up. Ha ha ha. Or where he went to work, you know. Turns out. And sure enough, we pull in the town, and on the sign, it's like, Welcome to Metropolis, home of Superman. And the whole downtown area is like a shrine to Superman. There's a museum. There's a a giant statue. We got pictures. Great gift shop. It was amazing. The town, right, right at the town center, the streets that surround it where the big statue are truth, justice, and then the the American American way. way. Yeah. That was great. So, that's on our Instagram as well. So, that's pretty great. And then, um, out of Illinois, we drove south and we went to Kentucky. My first time. We um, It's my first time staying in Kentucky. I have driven through before when I was on tour with the Spivvies. The Spivvies. But um, you and the kids have never been there. Um, and I spent my 41st birthday... Yes, I'm 41 years old now. Oh. Um, at Mammoth Cave National, national Park. National Park. Yet another national park. National Park number two. On this trip alone, that's right. 
And um, it was really interesting having just gone to Carlsbad Caverns and then seeing this one. Um, because this is like, it's a longer system, but Carlsbad definitely has bigger rooms and far more, at least the part that we went to, far more uh, formations, you mm-hmm. know. A lot of this part of this one was interesting because of the uh, man part of the man-made history of it, you know, a lot of the ways that it was exploited throughout the years. Um, you know, and there, there was some beautiful land or formations as well. It wasn't, not to, you know, to knock it, but side by side, Carlsbad was definitely more spectacular in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was really pretty and really fascinating history. Um, cause you know, a lot, this is closer to where places were settled longer ago. And so right. it was exploited for, you know, mining and growing of mushrooms and, yeah, there uh, were some tourism, crazy stories. all kinds of weird stuff. They used to have like boats. They would take, they called it the river sticks and they'd take like boat tours down on the underground rivers and stuff. So anyway, that's pretty cool. Good way to spend 41, right? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I like caving. So from Kentucky, we went north. We drove through Indiana, did not spend the night there. I've spent the night there before, but it was a new state for you guys. We um, had lunch there, so we did have lunch. this new um, I made a spreadsheet. system. Yeah, I have a spreadsheet where it's got every state and country in the world. Well, every state in the United States, every country, all the Canadian provinces, and all the Mexican states. And basically, I've got a chart. It's got you, me, and then the kids. And then in each spot, if we've been to it, I give it a numerical value. for. It's a one if we've just been, you know, maybe driven through airport, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, never really got out and did stuff. Um, you know, no significant visit time. A two, in order to get a two for it, you have to at least have eaten lunch there or eaten, mm-hmm. eaten a meal there. You know, some, some kind of thing where you got out and purchased something ate something, did some kind of significant right. thing there. So you have to have eaten a meal to get it to. And the three is you've spent the night there. So you get a one, two, or three. And then at the bottom, of the great little spreadsheet thing, it adds it up. And then you get a numerical value for how much of the world you've seen and how much uh, we can compare to each other. And you're catching up to me. I this am. trip, you caught up a lot. Rapidly. Um, and the kids as well. After this trip, Janelle and I have both been to 48 states of the 50, and the kids have been to 45. So we're almost there. Which is pretty crazy. Now, I have a little higher numerical value because I've spent the night in more states and things of that nature. But Yes, that's why you did the spreadsheet. It is. But it makes it interesting, and I like lists and things that are organized. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Anyway, uh, went through Indiana and then drove up into Ohio. And in southern Ohio, we stayed near Kings Island, which is the second of the um, Cedar Fair Parks. And it was like Epcot. Yeah, it's really cool the way it's laid out. It's got like a big Eiffel Tower and like different countries. and. Although it's funny because they have like, so the German Pavilion, for instance. And they have like a guy playing an accordion in the front doing like oompa music. And the restaurants in there are a pizza place and a Panda <laughs> Express. So not quite, you know, the theming is, is there like Epcot, but the food and, you know, some of the They had a Chick-fil-A on the dining plan. They though. did. 
The highlight for me there um, was the Beast, which is the world's longest wooden roller coaster. That was great. It was epic. Just super, super cool. Another problem we had at um, King's Island was it rained every single day we were there. Yes. And so they would shut everything down and close the park early. We just, we were there for a few days, but we couldn't catch a... No, but day. it made lines a lot more bearable. Yeah. And the temperature was nice throughout the summer. Yeah. Um, but definitely had a lot of that. And our shoes all got soaked. We wound up having to buy, like, second pairs of shoes for yeah. everyone because they were all stinky and wet. Um, but remember when I said that Phil found his pair of shoes and they got discontinued at Target? So I went and bought, like, ten pairs so yep. that he could wear them. I found them at a Walmart in Canada. There's like some different shading. Which I don't love. But they're the same brand and style. There's just a col- some coloring that's yeah. a little different. But that's pretty cool. And you said Canadian shoes are like a little smaller. A little more snug. Yeah, they definitely are a little more snug than uh, I'm used to. But <laughs> at least that But then that you didn't brand. have to walk around with wet stinky shoes oh they were so stinky so at the end of king's dominion king's um, dominion is in sorry (laughs) that's in virginia we didn't go there king's island is when luke started saying he was well before that fell on the stick part way through our king's island trip my family joined us yes that's right so we we came and then they came like on the second day i think we were there the third day second day Anyway, so my dad and mom and my sister Amy joined us and um, for that, for a little chunk here in the middle of our trip. And right around then is, yeah, when Luke started saying he wasn't feeling so hot. He just said that he had a sore throat and we're like, okay, well, then we started looking and it was really gross. Like, So we took him, before we left from, from there... From King's Island's, you know, area. Really nice, urgent care. Super friendly, and they thought that he had strep throat. And they did a swab. They did a swab, but it, the the quick one came back negative. So they, she gave him a prescription, but... Because we told her we were leaving. Right. So... So then we headed up north, up near um, where Cedar Point is. And Cedar Point is like the flagship, you know, of the it's Cedar Fair the Park. Disneyland of... Cedar Fair. Cedar Fair, yeah. It's like a roller coaster Disneyland. It is. So many roller coasters. And while we're up there, we'll talk about Cedar Point, but just to continue Luke's story, he starts feeling worse. He starts getting these horrible sores in his mouth and these weird things on his hand. Fevers. And so we take him to another urgent care. And he gets diagnosed with hand, foot, and mouth disease. Which, if you know anything about that, if you have kids or have ever had Usually it... Usually like, it happens in kids under five years old. Yeah. It's nightmarish. And at this point, we realize that he's... Not only does he have that, but, like, you know, we've been, like... We've been sharing, sharing drinks food, with everybody drinks, and food. In small, combined spaces. Now, f- fortunately for Janelle and I, it doesn't... It's really rare for, like, the adults we, to get it, we apparently. We are immune. But poor Audrey... Um, <laughs> Luke had it for about 10 days throughout the trip, and they yeah. overlapped by about two days when Audrey yeah. got it. And it's, if you've never had it, like, it basically your whole mouth, gums, tongue, everything is sores. It's like having, um, like, these open wounds, like, 
all over your gums, all over your tongue, all over the, your throat, but then it like goes down your throat. So even like drinking water, they were crying that it hurt yeah. so bad. They said it felt like they had splinters all through mm-hmm. their mouth and throat. It felt so bad. It was so just horrible. So we kind of like laid low and, you know, didn't really... <laughs> we enjoyed our hotels. Um, they we, did brave some things. But it's viral, so they can't... It's not like... They couldn't give it like antibiotics or anything. You just have so to kind of let it run its they course. They kind of just... We just made sure they were drinking. They didn't want to eat. Yeah. It was so miserable. I so Luke had to miss out on some things while he didn't feel good. And then Audrey yeah. had to miss out on some things when she didn't feel good. But Yeah, I took Audrey to a water park when Luke didn't feel good. And then we switched and yeah. guys went and rode roller coasters and Audrey wasn't feeling good. It was... Oh, but that also means that when Audrey did get sick, we had to go to a third... Uh, it's Third urgent care. care. Now, this one was in Niagara Falls, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, like, we go in, and first of all, we didn't even sit in the waiting room. They whisk us back. And then there's a remote and a TV with full-on channels. You can pick whatever you want to watch while Full you're... Full-on channels. While you're waiting for... It. We're not used to that in this family because we don't have cable. But I think I put on, like, Spongebob or something. And then the doctor comes in, sees her, prescribes, like, some pain... Like, it's some throat... Like a gargle Throat gargle thing that'll stuff, numb yeah. her mouth. So... We're, like, in and out. Like, this is the only doctor's office I want to stay more in because it was, like, really nice. And then on the way out, they're like, do you want a Slurpee? I'm like, a Slurpee? Yeah, they have a Slurpee machine. And they give them out free to all the kids. And um, she let me get one for Luke, too. Yeah. So, Slurpee machine in the doctor's office. I gave them a five-star review. I gave Ah, all the Urgent Cares five-star reviews. Every single one. They were so nice, so kind. They really cared about us. So, it's great. Oh, great, but... I mean, a great thing about a tough situation, because the other option was, you know, going home early. And they made it so that at least we were comfortable for a little bit. So, so we're at King's Dominion. Uh, no, you King's really Island. want to say King's Dominion there? Why do they have to have the same name? They were owned by the same company. Do you say Disney World and Disneyland? You don't complain about them having Disney. Well, in the Slickers just call it Disney. Disney. They're in, they're <laughs> in Tennessee now. Disney? They go to Disney. Are we going to Disney? Um. So, Cedar Point was super cool. Like, it t- isn't it? Is it the second most roller coasters in the world? Yeah. I think after Magic Mountain in California, right? So all kinds of crazy rides. We had a lot of fun. My my parents were there. My brother, Matt, actually wound up joining us um, for that one, that part as well, or at least part of it. Or was he there the whole time with us? I guess he was there the whole time with us. And um, that park is huge. Yeah. And just, just crazy. But here's an interesting thing that we noticed that we observed um, throughout all these trips. We went to six different parks. Yep. And... Only, there were only two of them that had a dark ride. Kind No, three of them, I guess. Three of them had a dark ride. Mm-hmm. No, that one had two. So there was only two of them that had a dark ride. But 
one the two parks that had a dark ride had the same dark ride. Yeah. And then the second one had actually a, a so one park had two dark rides. The other one had just a copy of the other one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All the rest is roller coasters and outdoor attractions, which is just very interesting. Like, because mm-hmm. we are so used to Disneyland and Berry Farm and that kind of thing, Disney World. That uh, no, most of it is roller coasters. Yeah. So they had some trains and things like that, but but Cedar Point opened in the late eighteen hundreds. It was so like full of history. It's built on a little spit of land that pokes out into uh, Great Lake. Lake Erie, it's Erie there, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you like go up a roller coaster, and you're just surrounded because it's like a peninsula. So you're just surrounded by Great Lakes. You can see lake in all directions. And yeah. Great Lakes look like oceans, so it was well, a it's, pretty crazy experience. It was really cool <laughs> for the kids to get a chance to see the Great Lakes in person because it's hard to fathom how big they are until you see them and you see that water lakes yeah and then they've just been learning in school about how like what's this tiny percentage of the water on the planet is fresh that's in these lakes Mm -hmm. and then compared to how giant the ocean is and when you look at these and you can't see the other side you it really starts to give you a perspective perspective like wow like the ocean is huge so huge yeah it's crazy so we saw all five. That was the first uh, of the Great Lakes we saw. Um, while we were there, also um, up in the northern part of Ohio, we went to Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Our third national park. Third national trip, park on this trip. Keeping count. And um, it was really cool. It was, uh, it was, I mean, it was very beautiful. We walked to a waterfall and stuff, but also a lot of like human history was part of the attraction there um, because the Ohio and Erie Canal went through there. And they actually still have like a working canal dock. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, a lock. Lock. From uh, you know, from back then, and it was really, really interesting. So, it was very historical. Had some pretty waterfalls. My mom and her husband, um, Bill, came and met up with us. And uh, so at that point, then that was the part where we had the most people. My my mom and dad and Amy, Matt and your mom and Bill, all. We're at this yeah. just overlap just a little bit there. And then after the National Park, my parents flew home. Matt stayed with us. And then your mom and Bill followed along with us up to the next spot, which was Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls was my favorite part of the trip. So it's gorgeous. <laughs> I've heard that it was very like touristy. And so that's what I always had in my brain. But it it's amazing how immense it is and you don't realize until you see it in person yeah it's like nothing i've ever seen in my life and nothing i've ever experienced i i can you understand the wonder of it and why it has been a tourist destination for so many years yeah and it's crazy. So we've we heard a lot of debate before we went about do you go to the Canadian side or the American side and blah blah. So here's our take on it. Yes. The American side is a state park that is they've done their best to it's preserve the, the oldest. The, it's the oldest state, state park, park in the country. In the that's right. States. And they actually use it sort of to pioneer the whole um, national park service. Yes. Um, which is why. 
I think they have never changed it to a national park, though, because it's the first state first park. State park. They, they want to keep that distinction. But there's no reason. Uh, if it wasn't for that fact, it would definitely be a national park. Because it and is there's just like stunning. no hotels or businesses or tall buildings on the no. American side. It's all preserved state park. It's very much like, yeah, like you would see a national park. I mean, there's, there's you know, buildings that, you know, for museums and access and right. stuff like that. But it's not, it's like a national park would be. It's, it's access for people, but the natural part is very preserved. Whereas on the Canadian side, there's casinos and there's hotels, hotels and amusement and stuff and blah, 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 which is like, great viewpoints and stuff but it was so crazy we couldn't even find a parking spot no we were we went over to that side and there's just nuts but on on the american side it's like eight dollars to park at the state park yeah you know and you know there is an argument that you get like a different perspective from the canadian side because you're looking across at it so you can see the whole thing at once but on the american side they have the viewpoint where you stand and you're like, like six inches it. from the edge. You're kind of dangling out over the edge and can look straight down yeah. the whole entire waterfall. It is like, I mean, I'm not afraid of heights or anything like that, but you hold on to the handrail when you're looking down there. It is a thing of great magnitude, you know. So the Canadian side is more of like if you're a viewpoint type person and want to see it from like a far away viewpoint and if you want to buy a little street puppet thing from a vendor while you're looking or, at something you know, natural some slot machines <laughs> yeah um but if you want the natural like historical experience um definitely check out the american side we did um, we did the boat made of the mist. Well, they have the combo pack, and that if you are visiting yeah. there, that's what you have to Get do. It. It's cheap. It, I mean, it, it's I think what was it, like forty dollars per person. It was forty, in and the there 40s. was so many cool things that gives you access. It's cheaper to. for kids, so we did the. It included the made of the mist boat tour, and that's where they take you right up against the walls and the falls. It was like being in a hurricane, pounded with water. You like wear the ponchos. It was fantastic. I was, like, crying tears of joy. It was fantastic. It's um, just like Jim and Pam's wedding on The Office. Yes. And we also did um, the Cave, Cave of, the, of Winds. the Winds. That's where you get to walk underneath the waterfall and, and you actually go in it. And they have that during the summer months on the American side. Right. They don't have something like that. Because the Hornblower Cruise on the Canadian side is similar to Maine of the Mist. Right, but none of the other attractions can you get to from Canada. Yeah. The, the American side is by far superior. I, I'm, not, I'm just telling you. Yes. It's a much better experience, especially with a family. If you want to go gamble, go to Las Vegas. Like. <laughs> and if you want to argue with Phil about that, because I did get some um, messages that we needed to go to the Canada side. And we did, and I'm telling you it's better. <laughs> better on then the United write States in and debate with Phil about I it. I dare you. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, we also get to go to the aquarium. Yeah, we went to the aquarium. It was a cute little aquarium. Um, and the movie. And the Niagara Falls movie where we learned about the little eight-year-old boy. Yeah, who went who over survived. the falls and survived. That was crazy. And then um, we... There was something else. Well, that's the, the oh, and then the trolley. You get the trolley, oh, the trolley that takes trolley, you all around the yeah. property. So, it was it was fantastic and greatly enjoyed and it. Did we watch the office season um, when Jim and Pam got married? The night before while we were there. Absolutely, we of did. Of course, we did. 
Because and oh and and by that token, we also drove by the hotel that they stay at yeah. in the episode of The Office where they're That's in Niagara great. Falls. Check it out, Niagara Falls Part One, Part Two, in season four, I think. Season I don't know. three, season four, one of them. Just Google it. We have Google. <laughs> um. So Niagara Falls is great, and at that point we separated. Right. That's when. We went out up to Canada. My brother flew home from there. Yeah. Oh, no, your mom and Bill came up with us mom to Canada, too. Mom and Bill too. came up with us. That's right. That's right. My brother separated there, and then they came on up with, to Canada, although they, like, stayed an extra day down. So we went on up and stayed near Toronto, and the Cedar Fair Park there is Canada's Wonderland. And that was, like, the Disneyland. <laughs> I think the it Cedar is. The Cedar Fair Park. That was like, the most like Disneyland. They have a giant mountain. They had, they had like, they're the castles ones, and fairy tale land. They had two, they're the ones that had two dark rides. Mm-hmm. It was definitely more themed than a lot of the other ones were. Yeah. May, I don't know. I enjoyed them all, but it was one of oh, my favorites. Real quick backtracking tra- at Cedar Point, Audrey went on oh. her first upside down roller coaster. That's right. And not just one, but the corkscrew. So it had like four loops? Three. Well, three corkscrews twice, and then it has like a regular inversion. And she loved it. Yeah. And then she's hooked. She still doesn't love all thrill rides. She doesn't like big drops and stuff. But since then, she went on multiple upside down things. Liking crazy things that. Like, I wouldn't even go. It, like, flipped a switch in her somehow. Like, all of a sudden. And she brought it up. We were walking along. She's like, that one doesn't look too bad. And we're like, really? And she's like, I think I might try that. Because it's, like, an old one. It's one of the first, like, inverted type things. So, you know, it's it's. So we let it be her idea. And she's old enough now. Like, when she was a kid and we were at Disneyland and she didn't want to go on Pirates, it's like, well, then nobody can go. But now that she's older, she can, like, wait off at the exit for us and, you know, be safe. So, it, I think that helps because it could be her decision. Right. So, she would she wait with us in line. And then when we got to the front, she could decide if she wanted to do it. And if she didn't, she'd just step across mm-hmm. and wait for us on the platform. So, so because of be that, braver. yeah, I think she got, it, it was good. Yeah. And... I, th- I think our method of not, like, forcing her to do stuff paid off because, you know, she enjoys it. And she doesn't feel like it was a... I mean, now she's doing, like, Orbitrons that, like, just flip you upside down over and over and over and spin. And yeah, any of things like that she likes. that, like, it's... But she still says she won't do Montezumas. There's, for whatever reason, she gets certain things in her brain that she won't do, but... You just gotta let it. We just let it play its course, and she wants to do it. Because I mean, ultimately, like if she doesn't want to go on a big drop ride, like that's fine. Not a big deal, you know. So, but it's fun to get to go on stuff with her if she wants to, you know. So, that was an exciting thing. And Luke hit a new height milestone at the beginning of the um, trip. His shoes were worn down, so he could not go on fifty-two inch rides. But after his shoes got soaked. We I bought, bought him shoes. some thick new shoes, and he was over 52. Yeah. So he got to go on some really exciting. And he's a thrill seeker. He'll do anything. He will do any ride. And then he did, like, this dropout water slide where, like, you stand and the floor drops out. And I was up there. I went up with him and was videoing him. And there were, like, 
you know, these 30-year-old tough dudes that were there with, like, their girlfriends. And, like, I don't know, man. I'm pretty freaked out. And Luke's like, I'll go. And they, like, they let him come to the front because they were, like, being too scared to go on it. And they're like, this little kid's going. We got to go. You know, and it was just great. It was great. So. He, he is a rock star. He's a thrill seeker. So. Um, Canada's Wonderland. Super loved it. We had a good time there. They had a really cool circus show that we watched. Mm-hmm. There, so their big mountain. They have like it's kind of it's like the Matterhorn, but it's positioned like if you imagine like the castle at Disneyland, where it's you know you walk up and it's the central view that we, when you enter. Yeah. But it's you know obviously it's a mountain, so it's more like that. So they have cliff diving off the front of it. They have actually three different rides that go through it. Um, one of them is sort of like a Matterhorn-ish kind of thing, but it's a little shorter. That has some like you know animatronic creature in it. Um, the other one they have is like a dark ride, but it also has like a little roller coaster part. It's got a little like shooting part, like you would have like a Buzz Lightyear thing, and then it actually has a surprise <laughs> drop in it. It was frightening. It was wild, and then they have one more roller coaster that goes up and over the back of it. So, but I mean, a roller coaster slash dark ride is pretty innovative to me. Yeah, it was so, great. It was really fun. And um, just being in another country is always exciting. Oh, I love it. It's just we were there like right around Canada Day too. So they had like guys Canada dressed up as Mounties walking yeah. around. They had like Canadian bands and yeah. Um, and um, it was great. On one of the days, we drove up to Lucy Maud Montgomery's um, home. That when, after she got married, she left Prince Edward Island with her husband, who was a pastor, a reverend, and they moved to this area of Ontario. So we went and took a tour of her home. Which was so great. It felt like we were back in in Prince Edward Edward Island Island again. And we had our own personal tour. Yeah. Because it was raining that day again. Yeah. It rained a lot on this trip. We didn't mention all the rain days, (laughs) but... um, we got our own private tour, and then they had a little gift shop. It felt just like Prince Edward Island. Yeah. And in the gift shop, I got two things. I got a copy of um, a book that Lucy Montgomery wrote about her, you know, it was sort of like an autobiographical thing about how she got into writing and stuff, which I've seen elsewhere for sale, but it was always real expensive, and they had, like, a used copy, like an older edition for, like, two bucks. And then also for $2... I got, no, I think it was even a dollar. They had an Avonlea, like from the TV show, an Avonlea jigsaw puzzle, puzzle that, that was, was still like sealed. Unopened. Like vintage from the back in the day. And that was like a dollar. And then if you are a fan of Kevin Sullivan's productions of Avonlea and Anna Green Gables, um, this is the area they shot. A lot of the stuff. The stuff from, so we actually found... Green Gables. Yes, the Green Gables. Got pictures outside. I was so excited. Your mom it's almost, like, like, home invaded it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Mom, you cannot, like, walk up the driveway anymore. This is somebody's house, but we... But she got a good picture, though. We got a good picture. So, that was super exciting. We saw Lake... something. What? <laughs> Which lake? lake oh, Ontario. the Great Lake is on Lake Ontario there, yeah. yeah. So, we saw Lake Ontario. That was our second Great Lake. And um, we just had a great day, and we were like, you know, we were, were staying there five nights, so we were excited to, like, wake up and go on the fourth day. 
Yeah, and I think we were going to go... We are going to go back to Canada's, Canada's Wonderland, Wonderland and... again. Yeah. Well, and there were some other Lucy Mom Montgomery sites we didn't see also. Yeah, that we wanted to some other filming locations. Some other filming locations, because there's a lot of filming locations up there from the shows and stuff. So, I was waking up... The, you know, the kids were still recovering, and so I was, like, letting you guys sleep in, and I was going to go have breakfast with my mom at Tim Hortons, as one does. In Canada. In Canada. Yes. And I get a knock. At the hotel door. And this was at, what, 11? It was like 11.30 I thought it was like 11.45. Yeah, it was well after After, 11. yeah. So I open the door, and it's housekeeping, and they're like, when are you leaving? I'm like, oh, like, for the day? And they're like, no, like, you're checking out today. I'm like, oh, no, we're not checking out today. Um, One more night, tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to check out tomorrow. And he's like, oh, really? Well, you know, just call the front desk because I have differently on my papers. So, you know, I didn't think of anything of it. I sauntered in, talked to Phil. I was, like, in the bathroom at this point. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they said that that we're checking out today. And I, like, looked up the reservation. And we were supposed to check out that day. You guys, we have never done this before. And check out at this was hotel at was at 11. So by the time this happens, I'm like in the bathroom, like getting ready to hop in the shower. I'm like naked. And, and it's 45 minutes after we were supposed to have checked out. And we are supposed to drive over eight hours to our next location. Yeah, we had planned on a full day of driving and journeying on the way there. Because we had to cross the border and drive all the way over into far Michigan. So, I go, well, we'll just stay another night. Yeah, because we, we figured we, we must fig- have just we booked just it short. It. We booked it, booked it short. Nope. We're due at a little, like... Like vacation a, rental. Almost like a bed office, and breakfast type the place. The office closes at 10 p.m. Um, on the far side on of the Michigan. the far side of Michigan. We're due there. It says we wouldn't get there. If we left then with no stops. It put us there at like 940. Yeah. But that's like, and it was like almost eight hours of driving. Plus crossing a border and we had to take a ferry across and blah, blah, blah. So, um... We, like, call, try to get through to the place. It's not working. Phil is, like, packing feverishly. I'm, like, the kids are, like, still asleep. Because we'd been at this place for, like, four nights, so we were all spread out. I know it seems out. like what they're asleep at 1130, but remember, they have head, foot, and mouth, so yeah. they're just, and like, we're totally sick. Yeah, and we're three hours later than we're used to yeah, at this point, you know? It was a mess. They're, like, crying, like, are you serious? Oh my gosh! We've never packed up so fast. So, I and I we didn't get out until like twelve twenty. I want to say. Yeah, and uh, we thought we had a whole another day with my mom and Bill, and like we had to just like go to Tim Hortons as one does when they're in Canada. Yeah, and we met, met up with them real them, quick, got food real quick, and like drove for hours and hours. And we and really, hours. I mean, we stopped briefly to get food. That was all we had time for. Well, and then we see it's, like, all tolls, and we don't have a way to pay Canadian tolls because we don't rental have car. the toll, and we're not allowed to. So we had to, like, go the long way, which ended up being a cool way. Yeah, it didn't add any time, but 
it actually worked out well because we did like a northern crossing instead of the through Detroit. And um, we took a ferry, and it was really cool. Went through like a First Nations uh, like reservation area, and um, they have a ferry that goes across from there. It was great. We're the only car on the whole. We're the only car, and we got off, and then customs was like. Asked us a few questions. It was like just one dude just sitting out there. And it was great. And he's like, um, what did he say? Oh, he wanted me to pop the trunk. And I'm like, yes. And then I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I kept like pushing the buttons and it wasn't working. And he's like, sir, so um, are you in park? And I was like, oh, no, I guess not. <laughs> so, yeah. So that happened. Uh, but, um, and then we finally got through to the hotel and they said they just taped the they said they leave the room open yeah and they just like left the key on the table inside so it was all good they're like well let's explain it was like a definitely like family owned <laughs> little yeah this is a really great place it's on the shores of lake michigan at one point like a 10 year old came to check and see if we needed towels oh my gosh it was the weirdest experience because like she this 10 year old in like normal clothes like knocks on the door she like sticks her head in and sees like you and the kids like laying around and she's like do you need towels i was like oh you like work here and she's like yeah but it, i'll tell you what it, it was is like a young child but it's totally like you know the grandpa or uncle owns this place it's only open in the summers uh-huh. on the lakes of a shore of lake yeah, michigan because the teenager was working the front desk. yeah and so you know they come and spend the summer with uncle joe or grandpa or something and they you know help run the place i mean that's like classic you know kids summer and we don't do that in california but this is so bizarre it was great and it was literally on the shore like we stepped out our front door we're on the first floor and 10 paces to the shore of lake michigan i mean it was awesome we met such cool people in michigan too on the whole trip really but on the whole trip but people on the shore at lake michigan were super cool they're just like nobody else we've ever met and then um, we had our first, uh, what was it called? P- Patsy? Oh, a pasty. A pasty. It looks like it's spelled pasty, but it's actually pasty. And it's like a little dough ball thing that was it was made for like miners back a long time ago, but it became this tradition and it's really popular in the upper peninsula of Michigan, the UP as they yeah. call it. And uh, so we've tried those, and it was it was really tasty, and the history of it was fascinating. And they're like dessert pastries were. Like, oh my gosh! This is the so problem. Good. Yeah, like these big like dough ball baked things, <laughs> and it's like they're like you if you're here, you have to try these things because this is the only place in the world that I've like, never heard of them before. Right. This, but there's trip, like shops so. for them everywhere, and we're like, I guess we have to, but yeah. you know, when in when in the UP, so. The reason we were at this particular place on the shore was it's right by Michigan's Adventure, yes. which was our um, one, two, three, four, fifth, fifth of the Cedar Fair yeah. parks. It's the smallest one by far of all the ones we went to. I mean, it was, we were there, we just went for like half a day because, you know, Audrey was not, not feeling great. Good. So we just went for a little bit and we basically went on everything. And through like... When we got off the exit to drive by oh, the Washington yeah. Park, because we've we done really this eight-hour drive, and there was no gas station for like miles. Like you had to drive ten miles. Yeah, because we're like, oh, we'll just it's get a gas. In the get middle gas by the- of nowhere, a huge amusement park. 
We'll just kick ass by the amusement park. It's not huge. A tiny amusement park. We a didn't tiny, know that. but it's in the middle of nowhere. We almost ran out of gas in the middle of the night with Audrey, like, wailing that she wasn't feeling good. And in the middle of, like, nowhere. We had no phone good. reception. And we, like, rolled in on fumes. I forgot about something you probably want to talk about. What? The Marmaduke statue. Oh my gosh, yeah. This was between Ohio, Cedar Point, and Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls. Falls. So it took us right by the town, Brockton, New York. And if you guys, some of you guys that listen, probably listen to my old show. I was on Radio Brendo Man. And we did a whole like weird thing where I would, I I just started it one day because Brendan had these books about, these Marmaduke books, comics, that his mom had gotten them. And I thought it was funny they were sitting there. So I'm like, I'm going to do the segment where. I like read you at read the end of the show. Comic. I read it a Marmaduke comic, and I just explain it because I thought it was funny because I like to do weird stuff like that. And it, t- it kind of took off. It became its own segment, and we like got deep. We kind of made up our own, you know, story of Marmaduke and like interpret it. You know, reading the subtext that obviously wasn't there, but it was fun. So we had this whole thing, and we were doing like some research about Marmaduke, and we found out that the creator. Because we thought, how great would it be to interview like the creator? The creator but he Mar- passed away like pretty recently at the time, and the town that he like grew up in was putting in a monument to him, like a little statue in the park, and they were selling like these commemorative bricks. And you could upload your own design. You could do it on the internet and upload your own design, and they would put these little commemorative bricks, you know, I'll, I'll buy the, the statue of him. Well, since it was such a part of our show, we're like, we got to do it. We did like a little sort of crowdfunding thing, got people to donate enough to like pay for a brick, and we did it. But there was this whole saga because it's such a small little town, like... They, I e- emailed them, we sent them the money, and th- we had ordered like a little small replica one they were supposed mm-hmm. to send to us, and we never got it, and they never responded. I talked to like some people at City Hall, but they're like, oh, Susie's not here right now. <laughs> I mean, like, it was just, you could tell it was like a little three man operation. Like Parks and totally. And so we kind of just eventually, I bugged them for a while and called back and forth and finally just let it go. Just figured, whatever, you know, it was, it was like 60 something dollars, so oh well. But we're driving through the town, so we decided, of course, we've got to stop by it. So we stop by, find the statue. It's there. And At sh- first, you didn't see it. I and didn't. Matthew. Well, the statue is there, I'm saying, but I didn't. But- couldn't find the brick. And then Matthew found it. Sure enough, my little design, because I had designed like a little cassette tape logo for us that I put on the thing. And it, and said, it said, embrace, embrace the, the marm, which was like a phrase that we had said on the show and stuff. And So we'll put that on the highlight story for Mandarin Orange Show. You keep saying Instagram. that. You've got to do it, though. Well, the it was videos on Instagram. are on your... I'll do it. You've got to oh. do it. You put it on your Instagram story. At, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I can put them on there so you can see um, the excitement and feel I couldn't believe it was really there, because I just assumed they just took the and money and ran. it's not like there's, there's that many... No, and it, it's really funny because most of them are locals. You can tell just people that live in the town, a couple local businesses, and there's like this random like podcast that did a break. <laughs> I, I was one of my prouder moments with that show. Like I still think the absurdity of that was totally worth That's it. Great, and I can't believe we got to go and see it in person. All right, so then jump back to Michigan. Well, Michigan's adventure, like we said, it was cool, small place, but really it was fun. And then we drove up through and over the uh, upper in, peninsula. into the upper peninsula. We cross over the bridge that goes up in the upper peninsula. Meanwhile, as we're driving along, we stop and go see Lake Huron, which is um 
on the other side of Michigan there. And um, so that would be our fourth Great Lake. And then while we were in the Upper Peninsula, we did a detour and drove all the way to the northern part of the Upper Peninsula so that we could see Lake Superior. Superior. And we got out there and spent some time on the beach there. Gorgeous. Right by the Painted Rocks Mm -hmm. National Seashore. No, Lakeshore. If we had more time there, we we know where we want to go back to. Yeah. And we had actually looked at staying there, but it was super expensive. So we wound up staying all the way back down on the border right between Michigan and uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And part of the reason, too, not only was it expensive up there, but at this time we were staying for this little ch- chunk. We It was during 4th of July. We promised the kids we'd be back in the United States for the, for the last July. two years in a row. We've been in another country <laughs> on 4th of July, and so no 4th of July celebration. So we stayed, we found, I found a place that had a fourth, a, you know, fourth fireworks show. And it's a little cool town right on the border between Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And guys, like, you have not experienced Fourth of July until you've done it in a middle America town. Oh my gosh, like the fireworks show is unbelievable. I thought it would be like some cheesy, like, not, I mean, they were huge. Right, and it's right on the banks of the Great Lake, and there's like a river that flows into it. The whole town was out. We had a front out. row seat because we went and parked early, and and it's not a big town. Like mm-hmm. it was a pretty small little town, but everyone was there. You could tell people from all over the county came out. It was this huge, huge thing, and also on the Wisconsin side, which we were staying, you, you were not allowed to use fireworks. But right over the border in Michigan, you were allowed to like set off your own. So we went and set off fireworks. And it was so fun. Although they take it seriously, too. Because we went in the little fireworks trailer to buy stuff. And the guys were trying to sell us, like, huge rockets and all this stuff. Things that would, like, blow your face off. we're like, off. no, we just want... They sold us, like, the baby pack that had just, just the really? things that go off in a and parking lot. And then I lot. wanted to buy some sparklers. And they tried to sell me, like, a 200-pack. I'm like, uh, can uh, I just have one of these? Like, we wanted one little, one like... One pack of, like, pack 10, of ten right? They wanted to sell us 200. So, although I wish we got more after we used them. I mean, I know, but we had enough. We were out there. We had so much fun. It was really cool. I also posted all that. All of these things were posted on the Instagram of Madeira and Orange Show. I'll put some highlights. I know I always say that, but I definitely will this time. We'll see. So that was that was a great experience there. We went to the beach um, while we were there, too, on the... on. Lake Michigan, because that's like the far side of Lake Michigan now. And from there, we moved along to Minnesota. Although we stopped and got some cheese curds in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. And like a little dairy place. Not a fan. Janelle did not like them. The squeaky cheese was not for you. (laughs) I like them some. Like, I enjoyed it. I, like, we got the the smallest bag they had, and we did not finish it, because it was a lot. And it was a little oily. Well, I think it was just, it's how they are. And we also met the nicest lady who, like, took our picture. She was so excited. She's like, we've never gotten Wisconsin cheese curds. She's like, you came to the best place. (laughs) This is it. She had, like, an ice cream in her hand. Yeah. Oh. It was great. One of my favorite things about traveling, in the way that we do, where we drive around or whatever, we're on the ground, you know, as opposed to, like, being in a tour group. You meet so many cool people, like, and a lot of times because of the way we travel, where we go to like people out of the way places, they're like, what are you? Shocked. Why are you here on vacation? Like, we want to come where you live. We're like, this is this is what we want to see. You know, yeah, we're 
we know we live in a vacation destination. We get it, but we. I mean, maybe not Yukaipa exactly, <laughs> but you know. Pretty close. Oh, Glen right down the road. Big Bear right Big up bear. the way. Yeah. Like, Palm Springs. Yeah. So we understand that we are lucky enough to live in a vacation destination, but it's really fun visiting. So when we're in a little like places. small town in the middle of nowhere eating cheese curds in at a a dairy farm in Wisconsin, like to me that's that's an ultimate vacation experience. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have that anywhere else. You right. know. I mean, they probably went out and milked the cows because they said day. they made them that morning. Mm-hmm. So they went out behind the barn there, they milked the cows or whatever they do, and then they made it. And yeah. then they handed it to us. Like, that's how fresh it was. So then from there, we headed to, to Minnesota. We went to Minnesota. Our sixth and final of the uh, Cedar Fair parks on this trip, which was Valley Fair, the fair in Cedar Fair. Yeah, so it was, like, um, a pretty big park. Yeah. Again. It was really cool. We really liked that one, too. Um, they, I think, had some of the best food at this park. Oh, my park. gosh. So good. Because um, they had, like, a sort of a food festival going where and again we get like all the food for free with our meal plan. Pass. And I don't know, they just had all kinds of creative, you know, things. It wasn't just like your typical burgers and chicken sandwiches and stuff. So that was really cool. What's the highlight from there? Oh, we went in the, the dinosaur park. <laughs> yeah. Like they have a walkthrough dinosaur thing with animatronic dinosaurs. Yeah. That was fun. Um The kids are starting the, to feel better uh, at this point finally. The shows the singing shows were amazing. Oh my gosh. They had like, were these groups like, I don't know, they couldn't have been older than teenagers yeah. were singing all these show tunes and popular songs. But I think they were doing it for like an hour and a all half. All day. All day. Just they never, never stopped. I don't know how they were doing it because it was hot out mm-hmm. at this point and they just never stopped singing. We did the water park there too. Yeah. Um, That's where Luke did the like floor dropping yeah. thing. And then, um, I have grown um, up, well, I guess it, was, it didn't open until I was more a teenager adult, but I've always wanted to go to the Mall of America. Yeah. The largest mall in North America. And the largest indoor amusement park. And we got to go. It was so cool. It used to be owned by Cedar Fair. Yeah. And it was actually like Knott's Berry Farm. They had like a Camp Snoopy inside. Um, But since then, it was bought out by Nickelodeon. And now it's Nickelodeon Universe, I think it's called. But it's, I mean, it's an amusement park inside. It's a amusement park with roller coasters and all that. Right there in the mall. And so, and they do it like it's like a ticket one. You don't Mm -hmm. just pay an entrance. So you pay tickets. You could buy a wristband, but we... We were had gone to a lot of amusement parks, and we, we were going too. to one. But we did go on the log ride. So they had a log ride inside. Again, this is in a mall. And, and it was a dog ride one. Right. So it's got all kinds of crazy animatronics and it stuff in it. had Knott's Berry Farm syrup. Yeah, it still had remnants from the Knott's Berry Farm stuff in there. Great. It was definitely like that one they didn't change at all from yeah. the Knott's Berry Farm thing. Um, the kids went on a couple roller coasters. And, and I found Ren and Stimpy pajamas. And these little Ren and Stimpy figures in the gift shop for that me. That is amazing. My size, because that's who likes it. It's people from my generation. And we found them. We had to look a lot. Yeah. They had, like, a Lego store. They had a GameStop. They had room escapes and mirror mazes. And Their food court was insane there. 
they had um, that Cake Boss Guy Bakery, Carlo. Carlo's Bakery. They had, like, fancy donuts, fancy cupcakes. I kid you not. Like, whatever you wanted was there. This mall, we saw a very small percentage of it. There were, like, hotels in the mall. Yeah, two hotels. That's crazy. It was insane. And And there was um, a lot of people there, too. It was not like some of the California malls, you know, where you're like, how are they still open? (laughs) And my... My roommate in college, Sunny, always told me, like, you have to come to Minnesota and go to Mall of America. So I was very happy. I finally finally got to, finally fulfill, got that to dream. fulfill it. So, it, and it lived up to the hype. So, it was, it was quite something. Um, then we went down to. Back to Kansas City to fly home. We had two more nights back down there. We drove through Iowa, right? Uh, we drove through Iowa, yes. Which we had been, we'd driven through before, a long time ago with the kids. But, And I had been there even before that. But we got dinner there. Yeah. And um, did one more day at Worlds of Fun, because we had one last day there. And then my aunt and uncle and my grandpa... grandpa. Came, they drove up from Texas to come meet us there. They drove eight hours to see us. And uh, we just had breakfast with them before, you know, we had to fly out. They made, like, a little road trip out of it. So that wasn't the only thing they did. It was but. so fun, though. Like, all the different family we got to meet up with and see. Yeah. And it's just a fun little adventure. And then we came home. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty spectacular. And then we were home for a week and a half. They went to Comic-Con. And then we did Comic-Con in the middle there. And then we went to Seattle. And we did a whole nother week in Seattle. And that is going to be on the next episode of Mandarin Orange Show. I guess so, because otherwise we're going to go two hours. I don't. I gotta. <laughs> I try not to complain about being tired because a listener of the show. Your sister. Said that I should stop saying how tired I am. But I can't help it. I am. Well, you guys, thank you for going on this epic journey with us. I feel like you were a part of our vacation now. Like, you got to be there with us. And if you want any tips, pointers, you know, write in. I'm happy to share my travel knowledge with you. Any more details that you're curious about a place we talked about? Because we glossed over, obviously. We did this trip over... Uh, 31 days. Yeah. So, you know. Very long This was time. the highlights, believe it or not. Phil um, <laughs> uh, led the children's ministry from our vacation. Yeah. Because we didn't know we were. <laughs> didn't know we were going to do a month. Well, when we booked a month-long trip, we didn't, didn't know, know I was going to be hired there. Job, exactly. So. So. But, but that all worked out. Made Everyone survived, yes. And, um... We also had a situation where um, rental cars, the new ones, don't have CD players. That was pretty tragic. So I, I, I brought music to listen to. Got a free subscription to Apple Music and was able to look up whatever band Phil wanted. It's not the same, though. And this is on both the big summer trip and the Seattle trip. So, so we had no CDs. It's really devastating. Phil was like ready to go buy like a CD Walkman and like plug it in. I'm like, no, putting my foot down. No, you did not. You would have let me do it if I really wanted to. No, you would have. To. No. Yes, you would. 
You're but still going, by the way. You said you wanted to wrap it up. It was actually kind of fun to play DJ. You did a good job. DJ you kept me entertained. Phone. That's my thing. I don't mind doing eight-hour drives if I have music to listen to. If I don't, then I can't make it for eight hours. And Phil drove everywhere, so yep. I will do what he wants if he drives everywhere. I went out to get food a couple times, but... That was it, though. That's all I do. Oh, and I went to the movies. That's true. Use my AMC pass, but. All right. Well, you guys, thank you for listening. Again, like I said, thank you for taking this journey with us. We'll tell you about our Seattle trip, which is only a week, so it should be shorter next time. We did a lot of cool stuff in it. We really did. We'll tell you all about it. Um, But for now, um, if you guys want to write us, ask us questions, it's mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Janelle, for co-hosting. Thank you for listening to Sausage Grapes and... Show in Bed. Show in Bed. Sausage Grapes and Show in Bed. Episode 106. That's right. All right. For the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.